0: I've got nothing clever to say to start this episode, because the Ruts boys only have one thing on our minds, getting you a fantasy football championship. Let's run up the score. You're listening to Run Up the Score, a fantasy football podcast. Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome to Run at the Score. It's Donald here with Scott hey. and via Skype, back from the winding mountains of Colorado. It's Tom. Hey, everybody. Tom, you're in New Jersey right now. You're not in Colorado. That's I feel like that's a, an important detail to share.
1: Yeah, but I'm a weary traveler. You never know where I'm really going to be at.
0: Well, we can hear it in your voice.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, when you shred the gnar like me, you got to yell at people to get out of the way or to catch up or to uh, help me. gnar. Or to help me up after I fall. <laughs>
0: Do you have a is there like a life alert thing that they give skiers?
1: No, but I'll invest yeah. because <laughs> so. I ate I ate snow and ice pretty yeah. hard on, on well. Monday. And I'm gonna blame the conditions.
0: All right. Well, uh hopefully there won't be any conditions to blame for fantasy football players this uh this beautiful championship Sunday. Most oh, of there the games will be. being played on Christmas Eve, we've got some decisive monday night games on christmas day as well uh some very intriguing matchups and some very uh some very anxious fantasy owners so we're hoping to at least quell some of those nerves i know that there's really nothing like the nerves building up to a fantasy championship and i only know that because i'm not in any this year and it kind of sticks yeah i'm super nervous i've been panic checking my teams over and over again throughout the day and uh, yeah I need the game to start for my yeah. own mental uh, psyche. Scott
1: is in the I final. Should, go ahead, Tom. I should be in two or three, but I'm in two. Yes. If you saw on Twitter, I lost a game 131 to 131 when Antonio Brown got hurt. Tiebreaker is the bench points.
0: Which is wrong.
1: If, all of this is wrong. It should be decimals. I've been saying this to the commissioner forever. I go down to the bench points frantically, of course. Add mine up, 70. Seems pretty good. Pretty good, yeah. Add his up, 71. Brutal. Sad.
0: Absolutely My most brutal, brutal loss of all time. The most brutal loss of all time. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't think of another one. I really can't because, like, the closest I've come is I lost a semifinal playoff matchup by point i lost by two yards. Yeah.
1: And Same here. In but, our league. To but, Mike. I,
0: but I didn't tie. Like, I didn't actually tie the guy and lose on because... Yahoo's default tiebreaker in tie games is the total touchdowns scored by your started players. It's not bench points. And that makes sense to me because if you're start, if you have a guy who's injured on your bench and your tiebreakers bench points, the league settings make it seem like it's the better move to just cut that guy that's hurt. And that's not right. You want to, what if I want to save a guy who's got a concussion? It might be right. coming back next week. But yeah. Um, and of
1: course I'm the kind of guy who would never, ever, ever build a bench in anticipation to beat it in a tiebreaker. Right. Like that is so a statistical anomaly that I would never prepare for. You had your and Week yet,
0: Seventeen starting defense in that lineup.
1: <laughs> I should have had a super flex if yeah. I got to play the Ravens D. Man, I'd be uh, yeah. I'd be all good.
0: <laughs> all right, well, uh, let's not let Tom Grovel in his misery uh, too much longer. We've got to get to the championship, and we got to get John Taffer in here, and we got to shut some guys down. Shut it down. So let's get to that right now. Going a little bit out of order today just because of uh, some interesting things that Tom and I are seeing in in a very specific game. So we're going to get to that with the running backs, which we're saving for last. So let's start still with quarterbacks. Uh, Tom, let's go with yours because this is a guy who we actually were counting on last week.
1: Yeah, I wasn't counting on him. I never do. It's Joe Flacco, right? So he had a good matchup last week, and he got it done. He has a good matchup this week. But that doesn't mean anything for me. I think if you've got someone that you already got to the championship with, don't go crazy and start Joe Flacco. Don't go crazy and spend a huge waiver claim on this guy. Obviously, waivers have passed now. But even if you did, start Phillip Rivers. Start the guys who got you there. Start those guys. Joe Flacco has a tendency to throw a lot of interceptions and disappoint a lot of people in real football and in fantasy football. So I stay away from him, even with a nice matchup. You see – other quarterbacks not dominate the uh the Colts like even Marcus Mariota hasn't so i don't or see big why ben. you should yeah or big ben so why should you go and test it out in this week with Joe Flacco
0: i like it and it may be confusing for our listeners because scott did list flacco as one of the streamable options but we did we did give the uh, disclaimer that he is a real desperation heave yeah which he throws so many of those anyway down from him every week yeah. and that's what he was able to get last week that kind of salvaged this right. week speaking of rushing touchdowns another guy we're probably not going to be counting on rushing touchdowns this week is scott's shutdown quarterback yeah i'm going with dak uh i get that the seahawks defense has been you know pretty bad but a lot of that's been on the ground if you saw what Todd Gurley did this week that was pretty incredible and guess who is back you know Zeke's back so I just think that Dak's been up and down all year even with with Zeke and I think this week he's just gonna take a back seat to uh absolute Zeke feasting which we can get to later on but Dak not too excited for him this week yeah I don't I don't think so either I mean he's just a he's like a like an in, he's in tweener for me. Like he's not gonna get you below ten or twelve unless the, he went nuclear like he did against Philadelphia on Sunday night. Right. But he's also not gonna get you those twenty fives anymore. It like, doesn't he, seem like it. Like he's got a very he's got a very he's he's got a lane, and he's gonna stay yeah. in that lane no matter what. Especially now that Zeke's back. But you know, one of the things I wanna I wanna say before we uh, get too far in is that my, most most of my shutdowns and Plum picks are based off of team of players that i've seen in championship games for the most part so there there's gonna be some interesting ones coming up soon yes yes there are uh but let's go to mine now i'm going with jimmy g uh last week if you were able to start him against the titans you got a great matchup out of him um and you were able to exploit that for 381 yards and a touchdown with no interceptions this week he gets the jacksonville jaguars who are allowing 164 yards passing per game That's not very good. No. That's actually the second lowest in the 21st century behind only the 2009 New York Jets. Wow. Hashtag stats. So I'm not trusting Jimmy G this week. I know that he's been that kind of diamond in the rough that you've found, and we're kind of just maybe just saying, like, I'll throw Jimmy G out there and let's see what happens. Don't do that this week. Go out and get Case Keenum. Go out and get... You know somebody else because it's not going to come from Jimmy G this week. He's going to kind of try to game manage this. I bet. I think that you know they're going to get themselves into manageable situations. I think this is another huge Robbie Gould week as well for San Francisco. Yeah, I agree. Jimmy G's got it. Got it tough. I I, I hope he comes out and plays well. It would be really nice to see him continue this, yep. the streak he's been on. But it's he's behind the eight ball on this one. And if he does continue the streak, the G and Jimmy G will then stand for God. <laughs> Uh, let's move on to wide receivers now because I'm stacking my shutdowns. I'm going with Marquise Goodwin, like we said, Scott, when we were talking, when we were recapping week uh, week 15. Marquise Goodwin is really all the Niners have at the receiver position. Yep, I think the Jags know that too, and they're going to either have Bouye or Ramsey on him every single time he lines up to go out for a pass and I just don't think he's going to have his third consecutive career high breaking amount of catches you know I think he settles into like the four catch maybe 75 yards or below area and I think it's going to be really difficult for him to score because like I said I think Jimmy G is going to struggle in this one as well I'm out on the Niners defense this or on Niners offense this week, yeah, I think it's it's a, a full team shutdown. If you look down the list, I, I'm shutting down Garrett Selleck. <laughs> yep, so we can throw him in on, on this one too. Uh, you know, the the Seahawks have only allowed six catch. Or I'm sorry, the Jaguars and the Seahawks. Anyway, they've only allowed six catches for 39 yards to the tight end position over the last three weeks. Oh, Yeah. That's 13 so, yards a week. So, you know, if you're looking for that floor, that tight end floor, you know, that's basically what you're chasing in the championship week, I think. You're just trying to get some guy in there. It's like, all right, dude, come on. Give me, like, eight, please. Give me you know? something. Give me something. I, I don't know if Garrett Selleck's going to get you that this week. Just like I don't know if Marquise Goodwin's going to get you that this week to bring it back to yours. Jimmy G's got it tough. They all got it tough. The yeah, Jags are good, man. Yeah. They're good. And you know how what?
1: trendy, how trendy of a pick will Marquise Goodwin be next year?
0: I'm really excited to discuss that because I think he's going to be a guy that um, that I'm really going to be falling in love with. Especially yeah, to, like we'll have to see what his ADP is in early mocks, but I'm really excited to talk his prospects at the end of this season. Uh, let's keep it rolling though, because uh, Scott, you've got a fan favorite. Uh, is your as your shutdown wide receiver yeah this one's probably surprising but like i said i'm trying to bring in guys that are in championship games i saw this guy in at least three championship rosters in the five leagues i'm in and that is tyreek hill i just don't really think there's enough footballs in this game for him uh kareem hunt is is coming back to this monster form uh and you know, these speedsters have kind of struggled against Miami of late. You saw Brandon Cooks get blanked. You saw e- Emmanuel Sanders get blanked. For Over the last three weeks, the Dolphins have allowed 18 catches for 238 yards and no touchdowns to the receiver wow. position. That's the whole position. So just, that's just six for 79 for the whole position. I think Tyreek, you know, obviously he gets all their receiver targets, so he could easily catch all six of those. But I think there's going to be a lot of Travis Kelsey in this game because yeah. Miami cannot stop the tight end. Uh, I think that, you know, Tyreek can always hit that home run ball. I don't think he does it this week yeah. just because I don't know if the Chiefs are really going to need him that much. And he's done it two weeks in a row, so he's due for like a four for 50 – and a carry for six yards, kind of game. Yeah, my. my which my, is scary. Yeah, my write my right up for him, actually, I, I I said four for 65. Yeah. No there question, you go. You know, um, I'm thinking something along those lines. Yeah. I, Blasphemy I, to me. Yeah, I agree. I'm loading them out there everywhere. <laughs> um, I, I, like I said, I think, you know, we're, we can kind of. We'll have to see how the rest of this regular season and the Chiefs in the postseason because I think they're probably going to get their pans out, but he may be one of those guys that going into next year, we talk about him. He's not a receiver. He's Tyreek Hill. Yeah. You know, we, we could see that, but you know, this is going to be a big prove it game for him. And you know, for some people might be weary about that for sure. Yeah. Tom, let's go to your shutdown wide receiver. Cause it's another favorite of ours.
1: Yeah. I mean, uh, he's one of my favorites for sure, but this year, if you've had him, I don't think he's been your favorite player. No, right. No. And that's Demarius Thomas. He's got a tough matchup and they don't even know who's playing quarterback to go right back to this. Brock Osweiler goes out there, shows out, top five fantasy quarterback for the week, and yet they're still not sold on playing him the following. Uh, So he might get replaced for Paxton Lynch, and either one of them against the Washington Redskins defense, who has looked very good, is tough sledding for me. Not to mention the individual matchup that Demarius Thomas will have in Josh Norman.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think, um, you know, the Broncos are experimenting for next year, and that's not often good for a stud-wide receiver to be kind of playing this quarterback no. carousel because at this point, I think John Elway needs to see if he's going to get anything out of Paxton Lynch over these next two weeks, and I think that's informing his decision to possibly not start Osweiler after his best start as a Bronco or his best performance as a Bronco because I forget that he didn't even start that game. Uh, yeah. So I agree, Tom. I think it's really tough to trust him, and um, yeah. I- I'd be I- shocked I'm there if... If really, if you made it to the championship with DT, great job. Yeah, you did an amazing <laughs> job. Um, but yeah, I agree. This week, you know, you can, you can give them the old shutdown. Absolutely. Uh, let's talk about tight ends now, Scott. You had already claimed yours, so I'm going to go with mine. It's Kyle Rudolph. Uh, the Packers were really bad against the run, uh, or really bad against Greg Olson last week. But they they have been very good against a tight end, and I don't see the Vikings having a s- outside wide receiver playing running back like they do with like the Panthers did with Christian McCaffrey and Scott you brought it up beautifully the Packers really sold out to stop McCaffrey in the second half and that was when Greg Olson really started to burn them yes Kyle Rudolph is a slower less agile you know less sure-handed option than Greg Olson is anyway and I think this is going to be a this is going to end up being a big Adam Thielen week to kind of get him back in the groove but um, I'm just not trusting Kyle Rudolph this week yeah, like he has the eighth a, week. He a has a tough matchup, but he keeps scoring touchdowns. So uh, I wouldn't blame you for rolling him out there. But like you said, the ma- the matchup is tough, and I you know I think Olson was uh, an outlier for the Packers because of what happened with McCaffrey so early in the game.
1: And he had a wide open play that just is going to bolster your stats every yeah. time.
0: Yep. Yep. All right, uh, Tom, what's yours? Because you, I'm looking at the doc right now, and you have a blank.
1: <laughs> well, I had it. I wrote that I. All right, well, thanks for calling me out and making me stumble. <laughs> but I've got it because I miswrote the name. It was Tyler Croft, and I was just editing it now. Oh, okay. um, he has a pretty good matchup against the Detroit Lions, and it's someone who I've sort of campaigned for and a defense that I've kind of campaigned for against the tight end. So you think right. it's a nice little matchup. But, you know, you're going into the championship. I'm more confident in a lot of other guys that we're going to mention. Ben uh, Watson. Benjamin Watson yep. from last week, you know, I'd definitely load him out again um detroit's ninth against a tight end right but minnesota gave he only gave up or he only scored 1.1 point in half point ppr zero the week before in every single format for he hasn't gone over 10 since week seven in half point ppr
0: yeah exactly that's so i mean, not as good as it can get and he's scored in that amount of time so like even if he scores it's like Great. Thanks, man.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You can find someone else who will get you more yards between the 20s and give you a little bit more of a solid baseline kind of, I need at least, you know, whatever amount of points to make this position worth it to me and not have a tank. And it's kind of the way that Scott is fading Tyreek Hill here is like, you don't want a tank in the championship. Of course. But I just, I love the the upside of Tyreek and I hate the upside this week of. My boy Tyler Croft.
0: All right, let's Agreed. go to let's go to the uh, let's go to running backs now. And Scott, you are shutting down a go guy who you are a little bit. campaigning. We are campaigning for this guy as a potential number one overall pick next summer. Yes, and you're shutting him down in championship. week. And I'm shutting him down in championship week. And guys, you're not going to bench Todd Gurley. No, obviously you can't. You're not going to bench Todd Gurley, but. I'm just really not expecting a lot, you know? Like, I get he's capable of, of incredible things, and I've, I've witnessed it, and I've even advocated for, for how great Todd Gurley has, has been and how great he can be. More than anyone I know. Tennessee still hasn't allowed 100 rushing yards to the running back position as a whole since week four. They've allowed seven touchdowns to the position the entire season. That's not good. So, you know, the, and what have we said about the Rams the whole year? Their offense takes the path of least resistance to score. Yep. they've they've used different parts of their offense in in certain times. You even saw Tyler Higby score against the Giants. You know, they they've used those types of, of guys to move the ball when other parts of a defense are are lacking or, or are strength. And obviously, the tit- the Titans' run day is one of the best in the league. And you know, I you can't bench Gurley in, in playoffs. I get it. Just don't expect a lot from him this week and, and don't pay for him in DFS. I, I do hear that and I think, well, maybe they'll use him more in the past game. And that's like my only res- I mean, you're right. I don't like he's obviously not gonna go two hundred all purpose yards and four touchdowns again like he did last week. That'll be crazy. That's, that would be foolish to expect. But you're right. There 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 is going to be some regression. I just I don't think it's gonna be as severe, but You know, For your Todd Gurley owners, you're obviously slotting Todd Gurley, but if you have options, you better make sure that you are picking the best one, the biggest upside one, because it might not be that Gurley's getting you that 15, 20, 25-point performance against a very respectable Tennessee run D. I can't take that away from the Titans, but he is Todd Gurley, and he is building his MVP case right now. And so to do it against a team who has all those stats lined up with them on their defense – would be a pretty darn good piece of evidence for him winning MVP. No question. And, uh, you know, obviously, like I said, I think he's great, but I, I think he's got it, you know, he's got it tough this week.
1: I love to play devil's advocate when I think about something like that and think, you know, maybe their stats are only so good because they haven't played Todd Gurley yet. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, possible, true. I guess.
0: True. All right, uh, Tom, let's go with your shutdown running back. Oh wait, right. no, sorry. I gotta go first because this is our transition that we talked about, and I just messed up. Um, <laughs> I'm shutting down Jamal Williams. Uh, Aaron Rodgers going to IR. Devonte Adams might not play. All all thing. All signs point to hey, like they're probably the Packers are probably going to lean on the run at home on Saturday night against Minnesota. So what? That doesn't mean he's going to do anything. No. This is a vaunted Vikings defense, Scott. We told you they're rounding back into the form they found in the middle stretch of the season. I don't think they're going to have any problem beating this Packers team that has clearly given up on the season, and they're just trying to get to January 1st when they don't have to play football anymore so that they can rest up and gear up for next year. So Minnesota, who is still playing for a first-round bye because they haven't clinched that yet, they're still playing for a shot at the number one overall seed, which the Eagles haven't clinched yet. So they've got everything to play for. They've got more to lose than the Packers do by losing this game. I think they're going to come out motivated. I think this is going to be a blowout. Yeah, yeah I, don't I think like Jamal either I uh, I actually just benched him this morning in uh, my showdown with with old Bucky isotope in the championship yeah
1: yeah I benched him too um but if you're in a really really crowded league and you don't have any other option he's gonna do better than he did last week only getting 10 touches he's gonna touch the ball at least I bet he's gonna touch the ball more than 20 times
0: at least close to 20 no doubt yeah
1: yeah, but I do agree that it's not a good matchup. I think it's actually the worst matchup statistically. I think they are the best against the run right now.
0: Yeah, I I see it for sure. Uh Tom, let's go to you because we've got we've got a we were on two opposite ends of this
1: spectrum right now. Yeah, usually you can beat up on San Francisco 49ers run defense, right? But guess what? They haven't been beaten up on since week 9 by Adrian Peterson. Orleans Darkwa? People. Yeah, Orleans Darkwa week 10 didn't really do anything. Week 12, Seattle run game, never heard of it. 13, Jordan Howard disappoints. 14, Lamar Miller disappoints. 15, DeMarco Murray and Derrick Henry disappoint. Neither of them. They don't even combine for 10 points. The rush defense over there is, is sharpening up. And uh, to me, to go throw a backup at them, it's a play that I probably would have jumped to do in the beginning of the year. But I'm uh, I think I'm paying close attention and I'm looking at the trends. And I think that there's – Other guys who I'd be more interested in starting than them. Maybe they have a not-so-great matchup, right? So maybe it's like a Peyton Barber. Maybe it's uh, somebody else. I'm not gung-ho on using Chris Ivory versus the 49ers.
0: Fair enough. Uh, Let's move over to our plum picks now. I can feel it down in my plums. Because my plum pick running back is whoever starts at running back for the Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs>
1: oh um, yeah, can I I'm clarify throwing, yeah, that throw- if it's if it's Leonard Fournette, play him. Yeah, <laughs> I'm saying if he's not playing, I'm not using T.J. Yeldon sneakily. I'm not using Chris Ivory, but Don, the floor is yours.
0: I am, because I think when I hear that, I think game script, game script, game script. In that stretch. The Niners played teams that were equally as bad or playing worse than they were. So that tempers the success of the run game. The Jacksonville Jaguars know that they need to run the ball successfully to win. They're set up to run the ball successfully and win. So I think they're going to be able to do that. I think, like I said, this is going to be a frustrating game for Jimmy G, for Marquise Goodwin, for Garrett Selleck, Carlos Hyde, and the whole dang team. Yep. So I think that that means that the Jags offense is on the field for more for more. Time And I think that means it's just more opportunities for whatever running back is healthy enough to play, whether it's Yeldon, whether it's Ivory, and hopefully if it's Fournette. Because if it's Fournette, this conversation is moot and you're going to start him anyway. Right. And, uh, you know, I, I agree with you, with both of you, really. You both make good points that, uh, you know, Tom, the, the matchup definitely has, has toughened up. And it's not this, um, this incredibly soft target that you can start anyone against. But, you know, in the same respect... For, for Don's side of the argument, the, the Jags have been scoring points at such a rate that just putting their running back in can get you get you that one yard plunge or or even more. You know, maybe they don't just run the ball with Tommy Bohannon when they get on the goal line this week and and you know next week you see Ivory score two touchdowns yeah. instead of Bohannon.
1: Exactly. I was just gonna bring up Tommy Bohannon and say, Don, I hope he scores because <laughs> now you're picking out of you know a group of guys that it's just too big. It's too large of a right. group of people to depend on in the holiest of holy weeks.
0: The holiest fantasy week. All right, let's
1: move. Also, on. oh yeah. Wait, I have something else to say. I think these Shocker. should be called the these should be called the sugar plum picks because oh, it's yeah. Christmas. Yes,
0: absolutely, I agree, <laughs> and hopefully I remember that uh, for the rest. Scott, your sugar plum pick at running back. <laughs> <laughs> Visions of this sugar plum. are... Running to the end zone is dancing in your head. So so my sugar my sugar plum pick is Latavius Murray for literally the same exact reason that whoever plum picked him last week plum picked him. I think it was Don. Might have been me. But um, with Rodgers out for the Packers, you know, like you were saying, I just kind of expect this game to be a bit of a rout, and the script lines up so well for Latavius Murray once again. You know, Minnesota jumps out to this lead, and Murray salts it away. Could easily see him get another 20 touches in this game. And you know, you guys know my logic with volume against bad teams. If he sees twenty touches, there's a really good chance he scores, and there's a really, really good chance he produces. I think he has like almost the same exact game that he had last week. Yeah. And based on the way they played against Cincinnati, I think you're fine to roll out Jarek McKinnon this week too. Yeah, no doubt for sure. Uh, Tom, you've been waiting a long time to give your plum pick running back, your sugar plum pick running back. Your sugar plum pick running back has been waiting a long time to be a plum pick again. A sugar so plum. So who pick. is it? He didn't it's, know we made it sugar plums back oh, then. Okay, fair, fair,
1: fair. <laughs> it's Ezekiel Elliott, and yeah. I know this is oh. a no-brainer. This is a no-brainer, right? I mean, you see what Todd Gurley did to them last week, and you'd like to load out anyone who has the opportunity to do that. Thank God it's Zeke Elliott. Yep. Maybe you know top four fantasy pick next year. Um, what I'm trying to do is tell the people who saved him and had him on their roster maybe they play 16 and 17 and they they wanted to get a little preview in week 16 there's no need to wait for that no Rod Smith he's been okay Alfred Morris well, Alfred Morris he's been okay you know the Cowboys are happy with those guys but Zeke is the number 1 running back there they already went out and said that as if they needed to and he's going to be fed like no one's been fed before Listen. so you got to play him.
0: Listen, when Batman's around, Alfred doesn't ride the Batmobile. <laughs> okay? <laughs> this is Zeke's show. He's getting his cowl and his cape and his utility belt on, and he is going to run through the Seahawks yep. like they were a bunch of criminals trying to stop Batman. I think he's going to go nuts. Unfortunately, I don't have him in any of the championships I was lucky enough to make it into, but I will be loading him out in every single DFS lineup yep. I make without yep. question. Yeah, tough, tough to go against it. All right, let's get back to quarterback now. Who are we sugar plum picking?
1: Thomas, I sugar plum picked him last week, and I'm sure his shoot going to sugar plum pick him again? And that's Mister Cameron Newton. He went out there and all Fun he camp. did was all he did was become the the number one fantasy quarterback of the week. And what does he get now? One of the worst defenses against the fantasy quarterback. So he's going to go out there and he's going to play the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We oh, should have baby. If, if there's a Ruts drinking game, it would be drink every time we say to play someone against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> yeah. And you'd also die yeah. because every week we say it. And if, if we were wrong, we'd stop saying it. So it's really obvious. If you've got Cam Newton, there's been ups, there's downs. So I like to pick a guy like this because you probably have two quarterbacks. It's yep. Cam Newton. I don't, I don't see anyone above him this week, honestly. Um, I'd play him over anybody.
0: What's your uh, go-to drink for the Ruts drinking game, Tom?
1: Oh, you gotta you gotta play with beer, or else you're gonna be uh, you're gonna be hurting because. Long. Oh, Moscow, Moscow Mule <laughs> has
0: Those ginger has, beer and you fail.
1: Has, has ginger <laughs> beer.
0: Fair enough, Scott. Let's go to you. Sure. Um, I'm Sugar Plum picking Big Ben, and it's like no AB on the road, really. But I'm thinking no problem, and why? Because number one, he faces Houston, yep. who is just absolutely getting torched, getting torched through the air so badly. And secondly, I think he still has several playmakers. You know, Le'Veon Bell could take on a bigger load this week, which I don't know if that's possible, it's terrifying, but he might be able to. And uh, Juju has has really impressed, obviously. And Martavis Bryant, this is kind of like another another weird opportunity for him to at least prove something to other teams maybe if he's going to move on and uh jesse james has been has been pretty solid in the red zone uh i just think that it's it's you're perfectly fine to start big ben uh, of course this week. Yeah. there's not a lot of guys that i would go over with go pick over him really uh Bortles and Jimmy G both threw for over 300 yards the last two weeks against this defense. And neither of them so, are Hall of Famers yet. Even without A.B., I think Ben is, you know, he yeah. does fine and he I, slings. I, I think that's a great point that you make, Scott, because there might be some people out there who are like, Ugh, no A.B., I probably can't trust Big Ben. Yes, you can. Yeah. The way this Texans pass defense has played in recent weeks, you absolutely can. Steelers got a lot to play for. They gotta win out and they gotta hope that the Patriots lose a game so that they can reclaim the number one seed and right. get a rematch in Pittsburgh, possibly in that AFC championship game. I like that pick a lot. Hey guys, what color are
1: plums? Sugar plums?
0: Yeah. They're purple. I don't know, right? Are
1: purple, sugar plums purple?
0: Well, who's wearing purple on Saturday? I know. Everyone knows who your quarterback is. Ride the lightning. <laughs> Shout out to Hydro. Shouted <laughs> us out for helping him get to the ship. Hydro, we're happy to be there with yeah. you. And one more week, baby. Let it ride. Yeah. Case Keenum.
1: It's I a only, great matchup.
0: I really I'm hope done. he's been starting him ever since you, like you've said that too. And I, I love, and I really loved that. He said, ride the lightning in the, in the tweet. I thought
1: that hashtag was right. ride the Lightning. Yeah. I
0: loved it. Absolutely yep. love that. Um, that really brought a smile on my face. So thank you for that. But yeah, ride the lightning, you know, case Keenum's at it again. and And the matchup is incredible. Yep. Yep, it's it's a great uh, yeah. I'm so happy for it. I was gonna plum pick, the- I was gonna sugar
1: plum pick Thielen,
0: but uh, he's obviously gonna be started everywhere the way he's been consistent throughout the course of this year. And just you know a reminder, what's good about
1: this matchup too, not to yeah. cut you off, is that they've been softening against the tight end, and Kyle Rudolph has been going buck wild. And I know you shut him down, I think. Yep. Yeah, but like, hey, it could happen again. Know. I mean, they've had big weeks led up to Cameron Brait. They've had big weeks led up to. Um, Olsen. Olsen. They can just be had and also,
0: all over the field. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so I –
0: they stink I, I, without Rodgers. You know,
1: I'm in on Case Keenum, and I'm in on anyone in that yeah. offense having an upshot.
0: All yeah. right. Speaking of having an upshot, here's a guy with some major upside, according to Tom, your sugar plum pick wide receiver.
1: Yeah, this is a, kind of a deep one. Maybe more of a um, a DFS yeah, guy, unless you're absolutely fearless. And that's Roger Lewis Jr. Um, you might say who? He's a guy who plays for the Giants, wide receiver, and uh, they lost their most targeted one. And when this guy was playing alongside Odell and Eli, he he was the number two. Right. So these other guys like King and uh, well Shepard is obviously going to get the Patrick Peterson treatment versus Arizona, which is a big part of this. Faults but the prayers. other guys like King, <laughs> they were getting those those reps between you know. Uh, Gino and basically just Gino because they had reps together right so Eli throws to this guy even when Odell's playing so now he gets to pepper him all the time week 13 or sorry week 14 11 targets week 15 10 targets he goes for uh, 7 catches and 46 yards which isn't terrible but then he goes for 10 for 4 for 74 this guy's got upside written all over him he's going to be cheap as dirt Yep. And he's got a great chance to score when he's not being guarded by Patrick Peterson. You see me pick this team uh, before with Bruce Ellington and have great success when the guy was $3,000. Yep. I bet it's about the exact same price range. And I'm going to look it up while we move on to the next yep. one because I know you guys got nothing to say wrong nope. about that. I like it. I like it a lot.
0: We <laughs> love those uh, We love those dart throw uh, DFS plays. I'm all in on Lewis. You actually sell- sold me on it before we even started the show. From a guy who may not be w- very well known to obvious to perhaps the most popular wide receiver of his generation, and he's Scott's sugar plum wide receiver, Larry Legend. Yes, you know, and I-, I think there's a lot of concern around him right now because he hasn't been too great over the last two weeks, and now Arizona, it's been found out that they're turning back to Stanton to finish the season. Oh yes, but you know that's okay. Calm down. You know, there's no- there's nothing to freak out about with that because they played. Two games together this year already. Larry had 15 catches in those games for 183 yards. Didn't find the end zone, but I think he finds the end zone and puts on one of those historic Larry Fitzgerald performances. You know, one of those ones that if you have him on your team, you're, you're talking about it for years how he how he brought yep. you that championship that one year. It's just because the Giants, you know, they're in shambles. They've allowed 10 touchdowns to receivers since their bye week nine. Ugh. And now they face Larry who lines up all over the field which really screws up who's going to be covering him and what you know what kind of coverage looks he's going to get. Yep. And against a team that is just this bad, I think it doesn't matter who's playing quarterback. No. Larry is going to absolutely feast. I agree. Um I you know cherish these moments with Larry Fitzgerald cuz as much as we'd like him to get on the TB12 method and play until his mid 40s, I just don't think it's going to happen. We're running out of Larry Fitzgerald magic, so Roll him out. We Whenever got at least another year, and I think I think this week I, I'm pumped for him. This yeah. week. I think it's going to be a big one. Yeah, excited for people who have him in the final because yeah. he's a very good final play. Yeah, if
1: um, you're talking about that standard, like not standard format, but like a nice reliable chunk of points to build somewhere into your lineup for the him. championship, that's Larry Fitzgerald. So, yeah. um, if you're not going crazy with Tyree Kill, you can go perfectly sane with Larry Fitzgerald.
0: Absolutely, right. I'm going with my man Crush. For this year, man catch Marvin, Marvin Jones, Detroit. Uh, Cincinnati is in full-on give-up mode, and I'm banking on it this week. Revenge That's it. And, Oh, game. my God, how could I forget? How could I forget that? <laughs> yeah. revenge game against the Bengals. Let's get it yeah this is a big revenge game yes yes he should he should still be on that team yeah no kidding making plays for them badly and they look you know their defensive backfield has really gone down the tubes too over the past couple weeks the Bengals, that is yeah and uh yeah marvin jones you know he's made big plays all year long and i could see him doing it i just really hope he has one of those where he just climbs a ladder yanks it out of a db's hands and then the next drive for the Bengals on third down they throw to brandon lafell who looks like he's trying to catch the ball with <laughs> oven mitts on and he's just like yeah and Mar- marvin jones is just like no nah. i'm like yep yep could have been me um yeah I he's
1: only wide receiver six in standard
0: that's pretty good wow yeah that's really wow. really good uh he's surged as of late but he's also been extremely consistent I uh, can't wait to see what he does against his old boys. Yeah, no doubt. Let's move on to tight end. Let's wrap it up. Scott, I don't know how you could possibly sugarplum pick this guy. It must just be the season of giving working its magic on you. You're really throwing Jimmy Graham a bone here. Yes, I'm going back to the well with Jimmy Graham, and I understand that I don't I don't know how you are able to make it to the final if you have him. <laughs> I really don't. I would love to Me see either. your path. I right, have him. FF. I do have him in a league, and I made it to the final and it was a 2 week so so Kareem Hunt and and the like were able to do 2 weeks worth of performing in in one week and basically save my season anyway who cares about that um you know he's only going backwards over the last 2 weeks but i just feel Literally. like that this is it you know the Seahawks their backs are against the wall it's it's time to stop only targeting Jimmy Graham when it's touchdown time. You need him to move the ball. You need to be successful this week. You need to step up and actually take control of your playoff fate and have a chance. And I think with all that type of stuff baked into it, the the Seahawks make a concerted effort to get this guy the ball, get him involved because they're so much better when he's involved. I think he finally breaks out. And you know, this is this has been his whole career at Seattle disappear for two or three weeks, explode onto the scene, and then disappear again. This is his disappearing again, and he's going to explode back onto the scene. That was such a nice, inspiring speech. If I didn't already cut Jimmy Graham in every league.
1: I would never cut him, man. I would go straight back to the well this week. I agree, Scotty.
0: All right. Well, Tom, who are you going back to the well with for your sugar plum tight end? Yeah, this is kind of
1: going back to the well. This is one of my... uh, This is actually my original plum pick tight end to round out the season actually or no it's not austin hooper was this is one of my bold predictions and had he played the whole year it would have came true and it was that charles clay would be a top seven ish tight end and if he played the whole year you bet your bottom dollar he would be nine targets last week bunch of yards and you know who the patriots almost gave up a touch touchdown to last week the tight end. And some yeah. of you might oh. think that that definitely was a touchdown. But, yeah. I mean, that's that's mostly a joke. Yes. Um, the Patriots defense is really good over the top. There's no joke about that. And Tyrod Taylor is loving targeting the tight end. Even when it wasn't Charles Clay, we were talking about guys like Nick O'Leary. Yep. But when it is Charles Clay, I mean, he especially loves it. Nine targets out of that offense in so few attempts. I mean, he's the guy who gets the ball. No tight ends get nine targets except, like, Gronk, Kelsey. Like, you're you're putting him into that top seven category. And, I mean, if he might be out there because of that injury and he didn't really burst back onto the scene yet. But, you know, you get healthier. You get more reps. He wasn't playing with Nathan Peterman. You know, Tyrod's his boy. Right. And now Tyrod's back out there. He's a full go. And uh, so am I.
0: I like it. The I like floor it a lot. the floor seems like it's going to be pretty high for Charles Clay yes. and for a tight end like we've been saying, there's not much more you could ask for. No. Mine is strictly upside. So for those of you who are trying to play it safe at the tight end position, look elsewhere. But for those of you who are running down the dream, chasing the glory, another guy who's chasing his old glory, my sugar plum pick tight end. Antonio Gates. I had a feeling that's who it was going to be. Old man Gates coming (laughs) back to save the Chargers season, keep them in the playoff hunt. Hunter Henry, lacerated kidney. Get well soon, my man. We hope to see you back on the field next year. But right now, right now it's old man game time. And I'm thinking Gates is a shoo-in to score against the Jets, who have allowed eight passing touchdowns to tight ends this year. Hashtag stats. Let's roll with Gates. Uh, I I love it, <laughs> I really do. Uh, Going to be cheap on DFS. Going to be so cheap. There's there's a lot of good tight end options. I think this week for DFS, but uh, you know if if you're in uh, even in your leagues, I think it's almost worth a shot to put in Gates because he's he's such a likely touchdown candidate when he does play and actually get a fair amount of snaps. And it seems like you know there's nobody else really there to back yeah. him up. And he and all right. Rivers, what do you
1: what okay. do you guys think? I dropped Tyler Croft this week. Four, none other than Antonio Gates. But yeah, I also win. have I also have my boy Watson, Ooh. so it's tough to decide. But here's the kicker. My quarterback is Philip Rivers, Ooh. and this is oh, the it's championship. It's
0: got to be Gates, dude. It's got to be. be Gates. Got to be. The Tud Bud connection. Yes, you got to go with the Tuddy Buddies. The second best tight end to quarterback Tuddy Buddies ever. Hashtag stats. They moved into second last week. That's tough, though. That's wild. It's really tough. But <laughs> I'm going Gates.
1: I did it Obviously. to myself too, you yeah. know?
0: Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, let's try to build Tom's case. Let's run down the slate again. It's a, it's a different week. There's no Thursday night game this week. Thursday night football is over for the rest of the year. We've got two games on Saturday, a big slate on Sunday, no Sunday night game, which I find interesting, but we've yeah. got two games on Monday as well. Let's start with the 4:30 game on Saturday. Colts Ravens Ravens need to win it and hope that they get some help to get back in the playoffs Colts probably going to be firing everybody again um whatever yeah i don't know if this game doesn't really excite me too no. much uh you know i like alex collins just because he's really had not? some great momentum yeah exactly i don't think i would i don't think you you can trust anybody on indy maybe jack yeah. doyle yeah um yeah I, that's really all i got honestly I,
1: that's a tough tight end matchup too
0: yeah yeah it's not it's not easy and you know if, even for the ravens like It's pretty tough to roll out Mike Wallace in this situation. Watson is, you know, obviously a pretty big dart throw, too. If you're trusting a Ravens pass catcher, I mean, I would rather just put Flacco in than any of their receivers and just figure it out from there. Um, The other Saturday game, Saturday night, would have been a lot cooler had the Packers beaten the Cardinals or the Panthers. Unfortunately, they didn't. Vikings going to Lambeau Field. Um, Start your Vikings. Yep. Devontae Adams probably not gonna play. They're talking about shutting him down, putting him on IR for the rest of the year. I really like Randall Cobb um, in this matchup. Uh, we got it. If- Hunley does not have a lot of yards per attempt. You know, yeah. so so those the closer to the line of scrimmage guys are gonna benefit the most. That works out for Randall Cobb and losing Hunley losing his number one target basically in Devontae Adams because that's what he was when Hunley was playing. Yeah. I think that really spells well for Cobb. I think he's a sneaky DFS player. Yeah.
1: Geronimo Allison DFS any interest
0: no yeah I have a little interest just because I feel like Hunley and him have to have some some reps together from from practices in the past and stuff like that so I don't hate that Tom all right moving to the Sunday slate the controversial Rams Titans game you're not benching Todd Gurley but you're also uh, you also should be tempering your expectations for Todd Gurley in this game other than that though you're, if you got a Rams pass catcher, Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, or Sammy Watkins, I'm rolling them out. Yeah, I like them. I really like Goff this week too. Yep. So you know, if you're in a uh, a tough QB decision, I think you can roll out Goff with yep. some confidence. Um, and then moving to to Tennessee, I mean, they're they're nuclear on yeah. offense, man. It's Gross. tough to trust anybody there except for Shard Matthews. Rashard Matthews, he rules. He rules. <laughs> Bills-Patriots, I think this should be a, Should end up being a pretty good offensive game. I think Gronk goes crazy in this one cause, just because he's been going crazy, and I think that there's really nothing that the Bills can do to stop that.
1: So you mean you, go crazy like put a hit on a defenseless cornerback like he did last <laughs> time or go crazy like score a lot?
0: Oddly enough, an equal chance for both. <laughs> you know? That's yeah, uh, that's yeah. the sad part i agree with you i mean Gronk's unstoppable right now he's just rolling yeah. man and the bills you know you, you gotta love shady you gotta love his volume yep. and and you gotta love clay's volume as tom had already brought up um i also really really like deon lewis this week um no, no rex burkhead. burkhead you know should yep. should be a heavy lewis week and and the you know, pay, I'm going to pay attention to um, one of our waiver wire heroes, Mike Gillisley, to see if he's active, if he plays. I, I'm really interested to see the Pats lock up the division this week if they shut everybody down and Mike Gillisley gets that Week 17 workhorse role that all yeah. of us 17-week playoff guys are hoping for. Yeah, I like that too. Uh, I don't like Brown's Bears. Uh, Jordan Howard's like going to have a defense. tough <laughs> – Jordan Howard, yeah. Bear, the defense, both defenses really have a, have a shot to be – uh, productive yep. DFS options at the very least. I don't know anybody in their right mind who would put the Browns' defense in their starting lineup to win a league championship. But, That's I mean, if, if you're going to be that crazy guy, tweet us a screenshot at RutzFF. Yeah. We'd love to see it and throw it out there to the rest of us rutters. Um But, you know, I, I'm, I'm having trouble trusting Jordan Howard this week because the Browns have been so good against the run. And other than that, I don't really know of anybody else who's going to be starting. Uh, I think you can get away with Josh Gordon, but I don't know if uh, necessarily he's the wide receiver three slash flex option that he's been over the past couple of weeks against a very good bears secondary.
1: I agree. I mean, I fully agree. I don't like anyone in this game. Why would you?
0: Yeah, I I like Duke Johnson. Gotta love him. He's still pretty tough. He scores. He gets pretty decent volume, but the, you know, the bears have been really good against the past. Their defense has been really tough and uh, it stinks for them. If you know, I wish their offense was a little, Better, better. Yeah. So they could be a little more competitive. Like if they had like a couple big threat receivers, like Brandon Marshall and Alshon or like, Jeffrey, or, or like three con and Martellus <laughs> Bennett. Yeah, yeah. You know that would be cool. Be well, you
1: know what? Sorry to burst the bubble, but they're the fourth most expensive option in uh, DFS on DraftKings, Ooh. the defense of the Bears, which is you know high respect. But we can actually dig out some better ones for yeah, that's you.
0: Tough to pay for,
1: <clears throat> definitely. Um, and my boy. Roger Lewis Jr., $3,400, less oh, than a defense.
0: Baby. Oh, oh, baby. That's nice. So maybe you can pay, play Roger Lewis and then pay up for the Bears. Who knows? Um,
1: you can play Roger Lewis and pay up for the Jags.
0: True. Okay, good point. Um, let's go with uh, Falcons Saints, a uh, uh, NFC South battle. The NFC South crown is still very much up for grabs. And Great division. The Falcons play the Saints and the, Fal- and the uh, Panthers to end the year, so they still have a claim to stake. For that crown, I don't think they're going to get there. Much to I think this is but. a monster Alvin Kamara game. Atlanta's had trouble ca- with pass catchers out of the backfield all year. That's where Kamara... Chimera- um butters sugars, his bread his plums yeah or sugar <laughs> nice. Plums. Uh, nice so he could have easily been a sugar plum pick but you're rolling him and ingram out anyway yeah i think they both wreak havoc on atlanta and, and the saints win this game the way they've been winning all those other games that they've won this year yeah i agree i think that, i think they would have won the first one if kamara stayed in the game too he got that concussion so early in the game and the the Saints had to play catch up the whole way. I, I'm like I trust all my studs in this game. You know, Julio has has a tough one, but I'm going to trust him. And uh, you know, I'm rolling out all, like I said, rolling out all the studs this, in this yeah. one. It's a good game. Should be yeah, should be should be a fun one. Lions Bengals won't be as fun. Uh, the Lions, I was not expecting them to have playoff hopes going into this game because of Aaron Rodgers, but. Uh, But they still do, and the Bengals definitely do not. I think this is going to be a pretty easy cakewalk for the Lions unless the Bengals decide to treat this like their Super Bowl and knock the Lions out of the playoffs. But, um, you know, interesting to see if Joe Mixon comes back because Detroit's been giving up uh, some serious yardage against running backs, although they didn't quite do that against the Bears last week. I think if you're desperate for a tight end, you can roll Ebron. I mean he's been he's been on a heater. Yeah, he has. He's caught at least four passes I think in six straight weeks or something, I was gonna something like that. I was going to sugar plumb him. Yeah. Yep. So um I think you could roll him out. I'm excited for really everybody on Detroit yeah. uh Theo Riddick included. Um and then for the Bengals, you know, I'm nervous for AJ Green just because I don't know if Dalton's going to make it through the whole game, and yeah. how that works with McCarron. You never know when the backup comes right. in, for sure.
1: And the Gio Bernard rental has come to an end. I'm sure. I'm I'm pretty confident we'll see Joe Mixon back there again this week.
0: All right, is he startable then if he plays, Tom?
1: Oddly, yes, I, and I almost sugar Great matchup.
0: Him. Yep, it's a great matchup. Let's go to Bucks Panthers. We love Cam, so therefore we gotta love Funches, We gotta love Olson. We gotta love McCaffrey. Can I get some sneaky Jonathan Stewart this week, guys? I, I kind of like Bird as a sneaky DFS play. Yeah, but, you know he caught two touchdowns last week. Uh, Funches, Funches is still clearly. Uh, I think he's. I think he's still banged up. You know, I think there's something going on with his shoulder that maybe they're not leading on fully. I, I gotta ask you guys this though because I have in one of my leagues my my flex decision is. I've thought of, about this Devin Funches and Greg Olson and. I'm really I'm really struggling with who to decide obviously because they're on the same team. I think I'd go Olsen. I think really I
1: said do. that immediately that you you didn't have to go Olsen cuz that's how you phrased it. But now I actually think you do have to go Olsen.
0: Yeah, I, I don't, think so too,
1: man. I don't think he's coming out of the game and he's a consistent he's very consistent. He's consistent as it gets. He's a guy who put three back-to-back-to-back 1,000-yard seasons from the tight end position. I mean.
0: No one's ever done that. Greg, (laughs) we're going, Greg. Yeah. There's a lot of guys
1: right now that are stud wide receivers that don't have a 1,000 yards. A.J. Green. Like you have someone who's almost more consistent yardage-wise than some of these first-round pick wide receivers. I think you roll him out. I think he kind of proved his health. And I think maybe you just go down with the ship if you don't have a better option all right i
0: think he's i think he's better you're right all right dolphins chiefs kareem hunt continuing his hot streak yes i think so i I don't think miami can stop him um couldn't stop shady last week you know what yeah exactly and i was hopeful for this i had Kareem hunt in the league and someone someone offered me wild trade offers and i was like no kareem hunt's gonna come back and and if so, if you kept him for this long, hopefully you're rewarded like I am, where he's where he's regaining his heater, and I fully expect him and Travis Kelsey to absolutely shred the yep. Dolphins. Those are like the only two guys on offense. I think yep. the Chiefs are going to need uh, Devontae Parker absent from practice uh, this this week for the Dolphins. And speaking, uh, but Bust. giveth and taketh, Damian Williams practice today. I think we all think that Kenyon Drake has earned the bell cow status in Miami. However, oh, yeah. I think you know you can't expect that 25-30 touch type volume if Williams is going to play because I don't think they want to grind Drake into the ground in a season that's already been determined. They won't start be Drake, though. Oh, def- Drake's, I'm still, Drake's a must-start. I'm still starting Drake where I have him, but I'm just saying that those of you who have benefited from his increased volume may not see the same volume but definitely could still see that production because Melvin Gordon just tore up the Chiefs last week. Uh, let's go to Washington and Denver. Uh, a couple of teams with nothing left to play for, but uh, I think Captain Kirk gets it done here. And uh, who cares who plays quarterback for the Broncos? My, They're going to stink. My notes are like, I'd be surprised if anybody has anyone on these teams in in yeah. their championship game. <laughs> I really would. You know, yeah. they've had both teams have had such a very very bland season on offense, and that's what I think you can expect in this game. You know, maybe. Maybe a couple touchdowns for, for Captain Kirk to get it done. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think it's, uh, it's just going to be an ugly one, you know, because Kirk has thrown – he was averaging 280 yards passing with Chris Thompson. He's averaging 210 yards passing without Chris Thompson, hashtag stats. So they still haven't found a way to replace Thompson in that offense. And because of that, they're scoring, less, they're scoring fewer points. Um, P. Ryan's kind of come back down to earth after he got hot. When he was the only back in town. Their line got um, beat up. And yeah, yeah, exactly. So they've been going down. It's just a tough spot for them. Uh Chargers, Jets. This is a tough Robbie Anderson week, unfortunately. Um, Very. But do you roll him out? What do you think, guys? If you're if you're desperate, you know, like yeah. we always say, it depends on who's on your squad, you know. If you're really desperate for a receiver, he still got 12 targets last week. Right. Bryce Petty loves him. And even though Bryce Petty you know, it stinks a little bit. He's still going to give him that a little that target. And maybe, maybe they've built a little bit more rapport this week.
1: Yeah. I'm actually going Martavis Bryant over Robbie.
0: Godspeed. I, I don't hate that. Honestly. I think that's a good call because Bryant has big playability. He's got red zone ability and he's got a, you know, he's got a quarterback in a better matchup. Yeah. I, I agree with you, Tom. That That's the right move. Yeah. All right. Let's go to Jags 49ers. Um, another five field goals for Robbie Gould, but I think, uh, I think Jacksonville's going to be able to get in the end zone at least uh, three or four times, so I think the Jags take this one. Uh, like I said, I'm rolling out whatever running back starts for Jacksonville. That's uh, in-season or DFS, and you just can't trust the uh, the San Francisco offense. They've come a long way from where they were. No doubt. But they haven't come so far that we're still confident against the Jags D. Yeah, we see a reality check coming, yeah. I guess. And, uh, you know, we were, we've been talking about Bortles for weeks um, – I love him this week. I'm starting him over Dak in one of my championships, and uh, I-, I love him for DFS and you know all that good stuff. Bortles, Bortles in the gang. They're ready. They're ready for tuds. I've got yeah. a
1: question about this game. Okay, Carlos Hyde bench. Yeah,
0: yeah I mean you, you can't trust him. He's been he's been fading as of late. He's gonna get volume, but. It's another one of those weeks where he might get the volume, but he's not going to do anything with that he's, volume. He's not getting the catches anymore. Yes, yeah. you know we tried to say that last week before that tough matchup with Tennessee. He's just not getting the receptions, and you know I have Carlos Hyde in, in, in only one of my championships, but it's a standard league, so it's like if he's not getting catches, it's going to be really hard for him to get right. close enough to score yep. and all that type of stuff. I, I think he belongs on the bench again this week. Yeah, that's that's. Well, I'm
1: thinking about starting him. <clears throat> in my standard league.
0: Ooh. Who, who are your options?
1: <laughs> They're tough. Sounds For, like I'm it. S- I'm starting uh Todd Gurley, of course.
0: Yep. Ouch, that sucks, dude. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> then I've also got um oh Peyton Barber, Doug Martin. Yes. Both can trust playing Carolina. Yeah. Jamal Williams versus Minnesota. We already nope. shut him down. And uh, I know I know you're gonna hype me up and try to get me to do this, but the last option would be Danny Woodhead.
0: <laughs> I'm not hyping you up for Woodhead at all. I think you got to go hide. Yeah, yeah. I mean,
1: his carry totals have been pretty crazy. I mean, he hasn't gone under. Well, let's say he hasn't gone under 12 since week five. But in the last four weeks, it's been 16, 17, 14, and 16. He's not completely removed from the receiving game. It has gone down. But, you know, I think he has upside, and I think someone who touches the ball that many times, he could get it done.
0: Yeah, he could get it done. It's just he's got his work cut out for him, no doubt. Way to talk yourself. I'm not excited.
1: (laughs) I'm not excited by it. I'm just saying.
0: All right, uh, Seahawks Cowboys. Welcome back, Zeke. And, you know, we were talking about this. It was like, oh, Zeke gets the Seahawks when he comes back. So, like. Teams that have held on to him are really going to have a tough time figuring out if they start him. And now we're like, get Zeke in no matter yeah. what. Like, don't <laughs> yeah. freak out. Just start him. Yep. You, you know, how quickly these. six weeks can change the perception of teams in the league. Um, this is a tough Des Bryant week because uh, Seattle's D backs, whoever's out, out there, they're going to be physical. well. Yeah. They're going to force 50 50 balls. And that's really all Des can do at this point. It's going to be a tough week for Dak. It's going to be a tough week for Witten. But luckily, Seattle's been gashed on the ground and. Dallas has a gasher, yeah, and Dallas also has a pretty bad defense. So yeah, I love Russell Wilson in a comeback this week. Oh yeah, fortunately he was probably he probably nuked all of the teams that owned him in the playoffs. <sighs> but um, if you survived, I think he's in. I think he's in for a doozy of a week. And I really, I'm really interested in this game because it's all on the line for both teams. You know, yeah. the, the winner has still has a chance to make the playoffs. The loser is done. So it's, wow. I think it's going to be an awesome game. Yeah, great game to. Uh, that's 4:25 start. That's gonna be like right when you're getting to your family Christmas Eve party, probably. So it's gonna be a nice little thing to kind of get together with your family and and watch two teams just slug it out. Yeah, sure. Uh, speaking <laughs> of slugging it out, Giants Cardinals also a 4:25 start on Christmas Eve. Uh, let's go. Ten catches. 142 yards and two tutties for Larry Fitz. How about, can we get it? My line was 10 for 130 and two. There you go. Yeah. There we go. I think got,
1: that's like irresponsible to call for.
0: Why? He can do it. I believe in him.
1: I mean, he can do it. That's like crazy though.
0: I mean, I believe in him. I do too. Um,
1: I'll give him. I'll give him 10 for 90 or 9 for 100. And two? And maybe one. I'd give him, like, a .6 and a 60% chance of tuds. All right, so almost the same amount of
0: catches that we had and give or take 20, 30 yards. Just a
1: boring prediction out of Tom. Um, But anyway. Gallman um, could
0: be interesting in this one as well.
1: Not not for your championship, man. I'll go Carlos Hyde. Gallman's still available, man.
0: Yeah, yeah, um, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be too in love with Goldman, but Evan Ingram too. Yeah, the, the the Giants' pass offense, I think, has some uh, some prospects yes. in this game for sure. All right, so we've got two Monday games because Christmas Day is on a Monday. On, I'm pretty sure this game is going to be on NBC. It's going to be Steelers Texans at 4:30. I think this is going to replace the Sunday night football game because they're not doing one on Christmas Eve. Uh, the kids got to get to bed so uh, Santa can drop the gifts off. Sure. Um, I don't know the Steelers are going to blow them out. doesn't Juju, matter if he's not playing Juju. Yeah. Really, really big on Juju big on Martavis, Bryant. that, that Pittsburgh pass offense can survive a B yeah. in such a horrible matchup. And and the Texans, you know, you're trusting, you're trusting the game to get out of hand and Deandre Hopkins to catch another garbage touchdown.
1: I hope Juju gets a new bike for Christmas.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. That would be uh that would be good. One that can't get yeah. stolen. So another lock too. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, Raiders-Eagles Monday night, I mean, this is going to be a bloodbath. Nick Foles, like, let's go. <laughs> you yeah. Know, giddy up. Yeah. You know, if you, were, if you were fortunate enough to pick him up uh, last week and you played him, um, you can do it again. Yeah. And for the 17-week guys out there, he plays Dallas next week. So I think you might be able to ride him all the way to the finish yeah. line. Um, but, you know, thinking specifically toward this week, Raiders pass defense is bad man yeah it's not good and and I think Foles is gonna do exactly what he did last week spread it out give you some Aguilar give him give you some Jeffrey give you some Ertz and and really just just go to work on him and I think there's there's one guy you can start for the for the Raiders and it's the crab man yeah Yeah, I mean mean, when he was scoring last week I
1: was like please save some touchdowns for next week man
0: (laughs) yeah Yeah, we're gonna need him we're gonna need him. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was well. nice. That was a nice game. I think he, I think he turns in another one though, and and just because he's gonna get so many targets. Yeah, for sure. And, and you know, he's a good enough receiver. Yep. No, no word on Cooper, but now there's talks that uh, the Raiders might shut him down. So there's no reason to play yeah. him really. Absolutely. Alrighty, righty. So that's it, gentlemen. Uh, best Whew. of luck to uh, Scott and Tom in your championships. Thank best you. of luck to everybody as well. But, uh, you know, how Scott and Tom do on their championships affects how the podcast goes. So right. I'm really just looking out for myself with that one. <laughs> but uh, but best of luck to everybody. We can't wait to see uh, how it all unfolds. Uh, try to enjoy the time with your family and, and your loved ones uh, during Christmas. I know, you know, it's going to be tough because you're going to be checking your phone a lot and stressing out about it. But try to enjoy the time if yep. you can. If not. We're there with you. Um, but at any rate, uh, we, you can find us on Twitter at Rutz for constant injury updates. We are still open on Christmas. Do not worry. We will be getting you any updates that you may need. Tom is at Hillier FF. Scott is at Wags I am at why so serious. Don't forget to check out our Instagram where we have a very, very comedic man catch Monday for you this week. Uh, that was a great job. Well done by Tom. Uh, check us out on there and we will be back on Tuesday. Hopefully. We're still working out that, but I think we'll be back on Tuesday.
1: We're definitely going to be back on Tuesday. Okay.
0: Yeah. So we'll be back on Tuesday with the week 16 recap. Enjoy the games everybody and we'll see you everyone. Tuesday on the other side. Run out the score everybody. And until then, get the ship. Keep scoring. Baby, we were born today.